Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast, hosted by yours truly, Scott Howell, and the incomparable Bradley Flowers. For agents, by agents, we're here to share real-life experiences, tips, and insights related to all aspects of both being an insurance agent and running a successful agency. So sit back, turn up the volume, and let's get down to business. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host and leader, agency owner, and agency insurance evangelist for I Protect Insurance and Financial Services based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome, he is a six foot three sophomore from Sarah Land, Alabama, parade first team All-American rivals five-star recruit. He is a fantastic insurance agent and a great American. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand and welcome the incomparable Mr. Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? I'm great, Scott. How are you today? Man, I am doing fantastic. But guys, I am in Mobile, Alabama today, home of the free, land of the brave, home of Mardi Gras, I believe. That is right, where yeah. Mardi Gras was created. A Mardi Gras was created. I have never been to a Mardi Gras in Mobile uh, or New Orleans. I think we're going to be recording again during Mardi Gras week on purpose. I think you're right. I was out last night at dinner with Bradley and our producer, Johnny Gwynn, and I said, guys, how about y'all tell me when y'all are going to invite me down here to Mardi Gras so I can come down here and enjoy that. So I'm looking forward to possibly being down here in February for Mardi Gras. That would be a lot of fun, and I would enjoy that immensely. That is right up my alley. But uh, insurance agents from around the world, I want to go ahead right now, and this is probably going to be the most epic podcast we've ever put on. Bradley, I'm going to go ahead and warn you right now, there may be multiple occasions when you have to take over this podcast right now because I may be crying. That's okay. I can deal with that, and I hope the audience can as well. I have got a very good friend of mine on the podcast right now that I have not known for very long. But as I tell people all the time, there are people that come into your life, and when you meet them, that moment of impact happens, and you, you realize how special they are. You realize what a special person that they are, and this is somebody that I admire greatly, and uh, he is one hell of an insurance agent, and uh, more than that, though, he's a wonderful person. So let me go ahead and introduce him. He actually lives in a place called Apple Valley, Minnesota. He lives up there with his family. They moved his family to Minnesota in 1986, and he is married to the beautiful his beautiful wife, who I have met, named Shannon. And uh, I'm sorry, they actually live in St. Paul. They don't have any children, but they do have a cat named Betty Boop. Nice. I like that. In 1994, out of high school, uh, he spent four years with the National Guard. He enlisted in active army in 1988 and served three years with the 101st Airborne Division at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. While he was there, he served in a number of different units and ended up and ended his time serving with the 101st Pathfinder Company. He left active duty in June of 2001 and returned to Minnesota to become a recruiter for the Minnesota Army National Guard. In 2004, he transitioned from the National Guard to his family's insurance agency in Apple Valley, Minnesota, to work with his parents. And since becoming part of the family business, he has gained experience in all areas of an independent agency operation. He has over 14 years of experience acquiring personal lines and small commercial insurance accounts, focusing on coverage and service over price. In December, 
December of 2017, he was named president of Butler and Associates Insurance and has built a professional, talented team dedicated to serving the agency's personal and commercial lines clients. And before I introduce him and get him on this podcast, I have something here from a friend of his that I want to read. I first met Bill in 2014 through an introduction, and since then, I have personally witnessed personal and professional development in him that is rare. In my 32 years as a proud independent agent, I have seen very few that match the capacity of him. This man is on a mission and will accomplish it through BF. I'll let you explain what that is. He has recently been awarded the UPP Implementer of the Year. Remember, guys, we're always talking about implementation. By vote of a room of 171 agents and peers. Why should you closely listen to every word that he says? Because this man does not think about, he does not talk about, he takes action and accomplishes goals. You will be a better person both personally and professionally, like I have, by listening to him. He sent me an email on August the 27th, 2017, and he told me, if I can help someone by sharing my story, then by all means, I am all in. It is my complete honor and pleasure to help introduce my amazing, unstoppable friend and fellow agent, Bill Butler. How you doing, Bill? Oh, man. I don't even. I can't even follow myself up on that. <laughs> that can only be from one person. <sighs> I know who that's from. That's from uh, my my good friend and, and great American Mike Stromsell. <laughs> Absolutely, it is, and um, I think it goes without saying that you and Mike have a very special relationship, and uh, I think that Mike considers you a dear friend of his, and uh, I am. I was proud to be able to read that on this podcast today, uh, guys. The reason, the purpose. The podcast today that we're doing is a very special podcast to me. And today we are going to talk about why, you know, why we do what we do. What is your why? And that was something that at Mike's boot camp, uh, that was a message that was delivered time and time again. What is your why? Why are you in this business? Why are you doing what you do? And quite frankly, Bill, there were, if, if you remember, there's a lot of people that didn't know it. In fact, we had people stand up and say, I don't know what my why is. Do you remember that? It happens all the time. Even though I have a why, I need to remind myself about why I have a why and what what's my motivation for grinding through insurance. Because sometimes I think you guys can agree with me, insurance is a grind. Mm. Well, I normally on this podcast, and I know you've listened to a lot of our podcasts, and I'm very grateful and very thankful for that, but I normally have people get in their DeLorean and take go back in time and talk about how they got started in the business and all you know, you know, know, where how they got to where they are today, but I'm going to take a little bit different approach today with you. Whoa, I was ready to go 88 miles an hour with uh, you guys. Well, you're going you're gonna to get to, you're going to get to, but you're going right. to do, do it in a little bit different way. I actually saw a DeLorean the other day. Did you really? I did, and... and I couldn't get to it, but right. I wanted to get in it and sit in it and be like, hey, Scott. Yes, absolutely. So, Bill, <laughs> today on this podcast, for the 250,000 insurance agents that are listening to this, I would like for you to talk a little bit and tell the audience your story about your why and the story that you told when we were in San Diego relative to uh, becoming the implementer of the year 
for the uh, UPP people up there. And I guess you can start wherever you want to start. Bradley, Bill's favorite saying that I love so much, and I hope it's a part of this story, is I'll quit tomorrow. So go ahead, Bill. Tell us your story. Sure. So, you know, I, I guess I, I will just, you know, kind of start at the beginning with uh, I'll hop in the DeLorean because I think that's a good spot to start. You know, you, you read off my bio. I, I did spend a number of years in the military. And to be quite honest, the reason I wanted to join the military was to shoot guns and blow stuff up. Mm. And that was uh, pure and simple. The reason I, I, I did what I did in the military, I got to do a lot of it. And when I ended my active duty career, I was really adrift. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life, which is how I wound up back in Minnesota as a National Guard recruiter, it was really the path of least resistance. I could still be in the military without having, you know, a lot of the active duty issues that you have, and I could be in Minnesota. And um, that wasn't why I joined the military. So I wound up transitioning out of the military. And again, path of least resistance. What's a 26-year-old guy with uh, no college degree, military experience do? Uh, You join the family business. So that's how I wound up at the agency. And, um, you know, I had sales experience from recruiting, but I didn't really have a lot of drive and motivation to be an insurance agent. Again, it was a path of least resistance. I could join the family business. I had tools and experience that I could use. But, I, you know, the, the military, as I think you can agree, Scott, as a, as a veteran yourself, you do get experiences and uh, leadership skills, self uh, you know, skills for yourself that you really can't gain anywhere else. And I was able to utilize those initially, but not really to their full potential. And and uh, I didn't get a chance to tell this at boot camp, at the UPP boot camp out in uh, San Diego. But in 2008, my mom wanted to fire me from the insurance agency. Mm-hmm. And my dad had to stop her because I, I didn't really have my head screwed on straight. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was kind of a, a heart-to-heart conversation with my parents about what I was doing, how I was doing it. And um, in 2008, it was kind of the first, hey, I need to get serious about this business. And it was more, it was more or less at that point, I, I decided I needed to take a different track. And, and then I met Mike in 2014, and that really changed everything about my outlook on the insurance industry, how insurance professionals should act and look, how they run their business. And, you know, you hear it over and over again. Your parents say it to you in high school, the average of the five people you spend the most time with is who you are as a person mm-hmm. and how you're going to act. And, mm-hmm. and I wasn't hanging around the right crowd in the insurance world. And so that's kind of where the why comes into play. I, I'm going to talk about the BF that Mike mentioned in his email that you read off, and that stands for belief and faith. And I didn't have a lot of that initially in the insurance industry and was just kind of going through the motions, didn't know how to do insurance, didn't know how to how to act and, and behave and didn't really, for lack of a better term, didn't have a why, didn't have a purpose. I was just doing this job because it paid me a paycheck. And I think a lot of insurance agents wind up stuck in that rut where they don't, you know, it's a podcast, but raise your hand if you didn't think you were going to be an insurance agent and, you know, 80% of the room is going to raise their hand. So a lot of people wind up in this industry. They don't know why, how they wound up here, but they wound up here. And now they've got to motivate themselves to do a pretty difficult job, whether it's a producer, you know, account manager at an insurance agency, or whether you know you wear all the hats as the agency principal or president. You have a lot of responsibility from the lowest person at the agency to the top person at the agency. And having a lot of that responsibility takes a lot of energy, effort, and you have to be motivated to want to do this job and, and having a, a solid why behind that to motivate you to be a great leader, to be a great insurance agent, or be a great person at the agency is really important. I couldn't agree with you more. 
So take us from 2014. You meet Mike Stromso. You guys kind of get in the boat with each other and have some very uh, personal conversations, and you kind of gain some knowledge from Mike. And mm-hmm. and then what happens? Take us from there. You know, started working with Mike Stromso and his coaching program in 2015, and uh, you know, networking with some other agents, kind of changing how I'm doing business. In February 2016, uh, my wife Shannon was diagnosed with a, a stage four cancer, and completely out of the blue, you know, we're below the age of 50. It's not, you know, getting a stage four cancer diagnosis is not something that you really ever expect. And, you know, no matter what age you are, but, you know, we're young and active and then all of a sudden Shannon has, you know, flu-like symptoms. She's not feeling good for a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden we go in and the rug gets pulled out from underneath, not just you, but your entire life. And that was a life-changing moment. Your life changes and you can never go back from that, even though, Whatever the outcome, you can't change that. And, you know, I I really struggled with it. It was a very dire prognosis. She was not given, um, she wasn't given a lot of time on the initial diagnosis. She was extremely sick. And so we, you know, we had some hard decisions to make about what to proceed with treatment and and how everything would go forward. And I personally did not have a good outlook on how, you know, when you hear the person you love the most in the world has cancer, not just cancer, but a really bad cancer, cancer that you know, they're saying two years or three years kind of thing. And even if they don't say that, that's where your mind goes to, because we go to the negative as human beings anyway. So even if it's not bad, that's what you think. And then what it is bad, and you know, I'm in sales, I read body language. No one was saying, Bill, we're glad we caught this early. Mm -hmm. It was, you could see on the doctor's faces. And so because I was hanging around the right people, people like Mike Strom, so people in his program and other agents that I network with, you have people to rely on. And, And so I did have a phone call with Mike the day Shannon was diagnosed with with cancer. And the content of the conversation was this. Basically, Mike said, look, Bill, you need to figure out what the most important thing in your life is. And if it really means that much to you, you'll know what to do and how to do it. And you hear that in business. You know, just figure out what the goal is and everything else will sort itself out. And it's really easy to lose sight of that. And I lost sight of that when Shannon was diagnosed with cancer because all of a sudden you think, well, I'm going to lose the person that means the most to me in this world and there isn't anything I can do about it. And that's not true. So... If you have ever listened to Earl Nightingale, and I recommend everyone out here go check that out, Earl Nightingale, The Strangest Secret, there are gold nuggets in that 40-minute audio. And one of the things Earl talks about is writing down what is your goal and look at it every day. And what I wrote down on a note card and carried with me was get Shannon healthy because my why in that moment was get Shannon healthy. Nothing else mattered. All the insurance agents who are listening to this will get the joke, but I said I'd burn my house down for the insurance money if it meant I'd have money to treat Shannon's cancer. Right. And your decision tree, when you have a singular goal, and in this case it was get Shannon healthy, your decision tree gets real simple. If it's get Shannon healthy, I'm doing it. If it doesn't, I'm not doing it. And you, it, it gives you very singular clear focus about what is important, what I should be doing, why I should be doing it, and then put all of your energy towards that. Mm. And if it doesn't deal with that, move it off to the side and don't spend time worrying about it. Don't spend time on it and don't spend time, you know, or energy on something that isn't important. That is the power of having a why in your life is helping you stay the, the course and be focused. Focus stands for follow one course until success. 
And when Shannon was sick, success was health, failure was death. And so, you know, that was a life or death situation. And, you know, there's only so much I control over, I could have control over, but I had to be in control of what I could handle. And I assume you had some really good people in the agency that kind of helped you through that too. Well, you know, to be, to be very honest, we were in a transition period. It was my mom, we had, we had let go a couple of our staff members and it was my mom and my dad and myself were in the, the transition of, of relaunching the agency with some full-time personnel away from some part-time personnel that we had. So literally it was my mom and dad and me, and I stepped away from the agency for 10 months to be Shannon's caregiver and health advocate and her husband. So my parents ran the agency solo for almost a year when we had had a staff of four prior to that. And so it was a, it was a uh, watershed moment for Butler and Associates. I bet. So let's fast forward to, you know, a year or two after that. So, you know, what happened after that? And then, and then get us up to today. So, you know, 2016 was basically a write-off year as far as business goes. But with going through that, we wound up the year flat for revenue, uh-huh. flat for sales, which was our goal. It was like, all right, let's just plan for zero. And so, you know, I focused all of my energy and attention towards what I needed to do at home. My parents focused on the agency. It was an extremely difficult personal year that we came through on the other side. You know, we had great doctors. Shannon did her job, which was get healthy. And I did my job, which I told her was everything else. So 2016 was a trying year, but we made it through. And so then, you know, it's it, 2017, it's your life changes. I've got to go back to the insurance agency. I've got to go back to business. Shannon's got to go back to living a life that isn't revolving around doctor's appointments every four days. How do you go about doing that? And, you know, your priorities in life change. And so I didn't, you know, I had a why. You hear people talking about why, and I didn't really have a great why before this happened in my personal life in the business side of things. And having going through something like that in your personal life can help give you clarity in your business life. Absolutely. And what it gave me from 2017 through today was clarity about what I want to try and do as a person in the community, as a spouse, as a son, as a leader of an organization, and having purpose behind it, purpose for my teammates, purpose for my clients. And that's kind of the why that you're talking about is, well, you know, why did I go back to insurance? Um, you know, what's my motivation in, in, in the insurance industry? And, and I'll tell you from an agency perspective, one of the things that I want to give my teammates is the ability to live life on their terms. Mm-hmm. Not all jobs have that ability or opportunity. And obviously, you know, with, with teammates and, and employees or whatever you want to call them, you know, they have responsibilities and duties. But within this industry, there's the ability to allow your teammates or people working with you or for you to have flexibility that they wouldn't otherwise have in other industries, to earn money, to be able to be at kids' baseball games, to, you know, take a vacation when they want to take a vacation. And that's the kind of business I want to build is where we protect our clients, but allow the people who work with me and for me to experience something that they wouldn't otherwise be able to experience somewhere else, something that I wouldn't have been able to experience somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So that's my motivation as a leader of an organization. And then obviously, you know, I've got personal goals about what I want to try and do. Legacy, you hear about that. That's, That's a component for me as well. And so figuring that out is a big piece of driving who you are as a person and how you behave and act as a business leader. Mm-hmm. 
if you're talking to the agents that are listening to this right now, what is their starting line for figuring out their why, why they're doing this? You know, start at your first circle. Your first circle is your family, your mm-hmm. children. You know, that can be a motivation. My motivation changed a little bit, and, and I needed to include myself in there. What do I want? I think a lot of times we put ourselves second as, as agency principals. You know, if you're, if you're the leader of an organization, we put everyone else first. We put ourselves second. What do you want out of life? Mm-hmm. Do you want to take a vacation mm-hmm. personally, not just with your family, but what do you want as a person? And and then how does that impact your family? Because if, if I'm taking a vacation, guess who I'm taking with? I'm taking Shannon with me. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I take a vacation, we take a vacation. Mm-hmm. And so once you get past your first ring, you know, that first circle of your immediate family, your spouse, uh, your parents, your brothers and sisters, your kids, that sort of thing. What do you, what, what are you offering your teammates? Are you offering them an opportunity that they wouldn't have somewhere else to have income, to have flexibility, to work four days a week instead of five because they want to spend Friday with their kids in the summertime, you know, because not all jobs afford that. And if you can do that for your teammates, you're offering them something that they can't offer somewhere else. So, you know, when you look at rings of, of influence, starting with your family, then your teammates, then you talk about your clients. What are you doing for your clients? And if you're, you know, if you have the right attitude and, and, you know, my bio talked about a coverage versus price, I'm in this business to protect people from loss. And if they have one, to help them when they do. And if you're just out to make, you know, the money will come. If you chase the fast money, you're going to be in trouble. If you set up a good business, do things the right way, the money will follow that. Mm-hmm. And if you have the right attitude towards that, you'll have riches beyond just the, the monetary part of it. But then, you know, what kind of legacy are you leaving for your clients? And then what can you impact in the community? I mean, you know, you look at the Mike Stromsos, Chris Paradisos, um, you know, Bob Klinger. These guys are winning awards. Uh, Patty Loris. These these insurance agents are winning awards because of their impact in the community. Yep. Money always follows doing the right thing. Absolutely. And so, you know, if if there's a social impact program that you have and you want to do that with your agency, that can be a big part of your motivation about why you're doing what you're doing. And so just taking some time, you know, after after I gave my um, talk, I was up. You know, I, you mentioned the award that I won out in California. I was up against Russ Castle and, and Patty Loris, a couple other really great agents from California. I had some pretty stiff competition. And, you know, they do great stuff in the community. And I had people come up to me after after that contest, if you will, talking to me and said, you know, based on what you just said, I figured out my wife, some health problems in my household and I need to get my agency set up. So if I had to step away for 10 months because my spouse has some health issues, I can be able to do that where that didn't really occur to them before because those things can happen. And, you know, in this industry, we have, you know, if you set up an agency running the right way, you can step away and not be there every day hands on in case something bad happens. So, you know, just, you know, whatever that is um, for each person, but starting in that that smallest circle of influence, which is your immediate family, and then working your way out to family, teammates, community. Absolutely. So I perceive you as being someone who not only talks the talk, but walks the walk as it relates to action, taking action. That's my motto, action-packed. And that was one of the other things that you talked about that day is, and I want you to, to speak to that as well today, and that you know, I think that was the, the whole onus behind you winning the Implementer of the Year Award. What is it inside you that, or, or you know, what have you learned? Uh, maybe from Mike, may have just been something that, you know, goes back to your military career, but what makes you be that guy that 
you know, if you see something that needs to be implemented, you do it. Well, it's probably a little bit of my ADHD where I'm just, ah, you know, got to go after something. But, um, you know, I think it's the military, you know, a lot of the military stuff. If you need something, if you see something needs to be done, you do it. Looking at, again, looking at what other, what other insurance professionals have in this industry, you know, just look at all the other agents that you've had, other great insurance agents that have been on your podcast, you know, Carlos Vargas. Bob Klinger, Chris Paradiso, Mike Strom. So, you know, the list goes on. And, you know, what's the common denominator of all those agents? Well, they've taken action and they've implemented it their agency more than other agents have taken action and implemented. And, you know, if, if you want something to change, you have to change. And before I got into, you know, changing my mindset, you know, in that 2008, 2014, I was just kind of going through the motions. So, you know, with regard to taking action, it really is breaking things down into simple steps and carving out time. You know, you hear it over and over and over again in the industry about time blocking, planning your day, writing a list, you know, picking out three things to do for the day. I, I coach that with my team. I coach it for myself. Am I perfect? No. But if you don't write it down, it doesn't get done. And, and that's the realest starting point. When <clears throat> you talk about taking action, when you see something you need to do, if you can't do it right away, write it down and come back to it, prioritize it. And, you know, I've, I've come a long way in the last four or five years at our agency. And the way I've done that is through strategic prioritization of what's the most important, hiring a good team. My parents are retiring at the end of this year, so I need to get a good team on board. All right, I have to put promotion off. I need to work on hiring. I need to work on getting a great team in place. I've done that. Develop systems and processes. Got that. I need to work on promotion. So, but when you say, okay, I'm going to do a promotion program, well, what are the what are the most important things to do promotion program? Mining your acre of diamonds? Okay, let's just do a re- referral program. What do I need to do a referral program? Have a letter? Have something to send them? Have, you know, and so you just break it down into the, the simple steps that you need to do. And, and if you need to take time to plan that, get out of the office. Go to the library. It's a quiet place. You won't be distracted. Come up with your list. Write down the top three things you need to do tomorrow to get you further down the road, and then just do them. And it really is a level of personal commitment that you need to have to yourself because if you want more, you have to be more. Mm, I love that so much. Bradley, do you have any I, questions? I'm a big believer in the power of making lists. I've been doing that this year. That's something that I focused on. And sort of like I'm actually – sometimes I default to procrastinating on stuff, and which would shock a lot of the people that are close to me because uh, my wife's biggest compliment of me is that I'm an action taker. I don't feel like I'm an action taker at all. I feel like I'm a procrastinator. But that list, I'm a little bit OCD in that I have to finish that list. So I love the fact that you do that, and I don't do it at my office either. So It's something I struggle with. You know, It is a struggle because as a leader of an organization, especially with insurance, you get sucked into the somebody's canceled, somebody's policy canceled. There's right. this billing emergency. There's this. And so you have to, you have to, you know, what's important and, you know, creating a checklist for your teammates to be more productive. If that's the most important thing I need to do today, you know, can you delegate things down so that you can work on the Mm -hmm. high priority things to move the agency along? And I think agency owners and principals are the do-it-alls because we can do it better than anyone else. (laughs) And, and that's, you know, as much as we want to, we have to step away from that. Well, too, for me, you know, I have a hard time sometimes in my head deciding what's the priority and what's not. Um, and and for, for me, and I assume this would be the case for a lot of folks, if I have all the things I need to do in my head, I'm going to automatically start doing or default to the one that I want to do, when in reality, you should do the hardest stuff first 
And if I have or the stuff that's the highest priority, which usually is the hardest stuff, and if I have it written on paper, a lot of times I can decipher, okay, I really need to get this done first and then go here and here, here, as opposed to the things that, you know, we want to do. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. It's, it's doing the hard stuff first, even though it's not fun. I don't like making checklists. I don't like making, you know, audit forms and mm-hmm. doing that some doing that stuff. But, you know, once it's done and then you see it in implementation and action at your agency with your team, holy cow, it motivates you to do more of that. You know, I, I hate to say this because I can't believe I'm saying this right now, but I think one of the negative unintended consequences of this podcast that we've done, Bradley, uh-huh. for me anyway, and I, you you probably feel completely different about this, but Bill, we, we get so much good information and good things that need to be done it just dawned on me while the two of you are sitting here talking back and forth that that this is the case i'm a i'm a big self-awareness guy in that i always try to audit myself on a daily basis to see what i'm doing well what i'm not doing well where i can improve but i i really believe for the past year since we've been doing this podcast and going to different places and seeing different agents and going to things like mike's boot camp we get inundated with so many great ideas mm-hmm. that I think for me personally, it's almost to the point where I think I've started procrastinating because I've gotten so much great information that I need to implement in my agency. I think I have probably in my mind started that narrative of, of you know, where do I start? It's so freaking hard. Where do I even out. start? Yeah, I know. It is. Because, yeah. because every... <laughs> You know, and and then and then you implement like maybe one or two things, small things, and then the next time we have another six, seven, ten, twelve, fifteen podcasts, you got another list of fifteen things you need to do. And we are so, going to be the two smartest people in the insurance uh, industry when we get done with Brad, this. Bradley may be. I'm not going to be. <laughs> you guys are going to be. You guys. You guys are building an encyclopedia with your podcast of of how to build a successful insurance agency. Honestly, well, <laughs> you know, and, and I I had the same issue. So I went to the IAOA convention in 28. Uh, this year, I, I, honestly, I took I took a whole notebook full of notes. I haven't even cracked that thing open yet. And here we are, you know, December thirteenth, twenty eighteen. I went to that thing in January, and I haven't even gotten to it yet. Right. And there's you know so many good ideas, and you know the the thing you know the thing with implementation and action that that I would say is where you really it boils down to your agency planning. You know, right. failing to plan is planning to fail. And and so you really have to be dedicated to where you want to go with your agency, what you need to do, you know, and prioritizing not just the tasks that you need to complete, but where you want to go. And, if, you know, for, so for me, you know, through, you know, coaching and, and mentorship with other agencies, seeing, okay, the first step is getting great people on board. The next step is building world-class processes. The problem we have as insurance agents and salespeople is the sexy part is promotion, we want to do the promotion thing. We want to talk to people. We want to do this stuff, but we don't want to lay the foundation. And that is where, you know, you really make make headway because once you've got great people and you've developed all your processes and got your systems down, then you just promote the heck out. The promotion part is actually the easiest part of the equation. Send out a newsletter, you know, Facebook blasts, doing videos, out marketing and, and sales promotion stuff. But, you know, figuring out who you want to be as an agency figuring out why you are doing what you're doing 
because figuring out that why will give you the motivation to grind through the first, you know, that first step of getting great people on board. Cause you know, Hey, hiring people's fun. Right. Um, and doing all the HR stuff and then developing world-class systems and processes, as Mike says all the time. Well, that's not fun. That's just writing down steps in order. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 25. So having that, again, focus, looking at your goals on a daily basis, planning your day the night before, you know, that that's how I've gotten, you know, what Mike, I mean, I'm going to have to send Mike something in the mail for uh, that, that kind introduction, but he'll love it. You know, too. when he's he talking about those, <laughs> Oh, he loves it. Mike Stromps only on there. Um, the, <laughs> you know, but I did that by picking out three things I was going to do, having those be, you know, integrated into where I want to be as an agent, where I want the agency to go, what's important today and working through that list. And then, you know, here I am four or five years later and I'm looking at all the things that I've accomplished and it wasn't by, you know, getting to the top of the mountain, it was looking at my toes and taking one step in front of the other. And, you know, the, the, you know, the purpose of this podcast and, you know, the reason that Scott wanted me on here and I'm, I appreciate that is, is really how do I, you know, what's inside me to do this on a daily basis. It's help my family, help my team and help the community. And, you know, the, the attitude of gratitude, putting other people first, that, is is what motivates me to grind through those those and and sit there and go through the list and do I procrastinate? Absolutely, I'm really good at it. It's probably the best thing I'm at. <laughs> it's probably the thing I'm best at. But you know, you just have to take those incremental small steps on a daily basis. Absolutely. Well, I wanted you on this podcast for a lot of reasons. Number one, I consider you a close friend. Uh, number two, I see a lot of me in you. Um, I've been through some very tragic events in my life, uh, some of which happened since I've had my insurance agency. Um, I, When I think about all the agents that listen to this podcast, I don't believe that, that Bill and Scott are any different than a lot of people out there that are listening to this right now. You know, we all have tragedy. We all have things that move us to our core that we have to, to push through and that we have to figure out, you know, what we're going to do moving forward with our lives. Uh, in 2013, I had a tragic accident happen uh, with a with a uh, family member of mine, immediate family member. And at 8 o'clock in the morning, I called my agency and I said, um, you know, guys, I'm going to be gone for a long time, and, and you guys are going to run the show. And, um, mm-hmm. and um you know they did they did a great job and i and i had to be gone uh for for a couple of months and um so that that was tough but i don't feel like i'm any different than anybody else that is listening to this podcast right now because i know that everybody has tragedy happen in their life and they have things in their life that they have to push through and that they have to you know, go through. And so for all the agents that are listening to this right now, I can tell you this. I know each one of you has had things in your life that you've had to go through and that you've had to push through. And uh, I just wanted you to be on the podcast today to talk about your story. And I think you do a great job of talking about it. But I wanted them to know that they're not alone. And, um, and, and you need to set up your agency, just like you said earlier, you need to set up your agency in a way 
that when those things do happen, when the worst of the worst of the worst goes down, and it's going to go down. I mean, this is Absolutely. not a, this is not an industry that you're in for five years. But if you're going to be alive and be in the insurance business for thirty years, something at some point in time is going to happen. And you're going to have to step away and you're going to have to walk away for a long period of time, or maybe it's not a long period of time, but, um, you know, you need to be, you need to have it set up the right way and you need to understand what your why is. And I think you said it so eloquently when you said, start with your family and let that, let that be the starting line of your why. You know, if it's Bradley, it's his little girl, Clayton, it's his beautiful wife. For me, it's having a girlfriend who has had a very, very hard life and wanting to give her more than she's ever had. Uh, it's an 11-year-old son that is my legacy, and it's a group of employees who have all been with me for years and years and years, some of which have, you know, I've got one girl in my agency that's been through more than you and I have been through. And for me, yep. she's my why. You know, she's my why because uh, every day when I lay eyes on her, I think, my God, the, what this person has been through in her life is so unbelievably horrible that, you know, how can I every day make her life better? And um, so that that's just, uh, that uh, to me, this is probably the most important podcast we've ever done. I hope the agents that are out there listening to this right now you know, take something from it and figure out what their why is if they don't already know. And, uh, you know, again, you know, I just want to thank you again for being on here today, man. It means a lot to me. Oh, it was, uh, it was actually, uh, after Ben's listening to all the other great agents that have been on this, uh, podcast is an honor to be, uh, honored, honored to be on the uh, podcast with both of you. And, and just like, you know, like Mike said, uh, I, I just like sharing my story. If I can help someone else, I definitely will because we're all better together. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to go ahead and close this thing down, guys. Listen, get your ass out there from behind your desk and go sell something today for your family. Figure out what your why is. Figure out what your why is and go make money for that why. And I hope the whole part of that why is either your family or, or somebody that you care dearly about. And, you know, go write good business for the agencies that you represent. Go write good business for the companies that you represent and if you don't do anything else after you've heard this podcast today go somewhere quiet and figure out what your why is in your life and bradley flowers i love you brother love you too man thanks bill Bill. i love you too man and if you I'll, i'll be in touch real soon guys you are listening to the insurance guys podcast and we'll see you back here real soon take care Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at iprotectins at gmail.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to bradleyflowersinsurance.com or email him at bradley at sarahlandinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to being with you again real soon on the next episode of the Insurance Guys. Take care.